Praise the Lord, everybody. What an honor it is to be here this evening. It feels wonderful in church tonight. Amen. I walked through the doors. I felt the Holy Ghost when I walked in. I love a Sunday night when you walk into church and when you just feel like you just don't have any idea what God might do. Oh, he might open some ears. He might, the blind might. I just have no idea, but I have expectation in my spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a wonderful honor it is to be here. Give honor to your your pastor, praise God, Brother Joe Strand, Bishop and his wife. What an honor it is to be here. And they are good friends of my in-laws, Monty and Diane Showalter. Amen. They have paved the way for us. Praise God. And we are Ryan and Kirsten Paul. We are missionaries to the nation of Spain. Amen. Along with our kids, Caroline and Monty. Praise the Lord. For many years we felt the call. I was working as a chemical engineer. Uh, working very hard. We were, we were doing our thing. My wife was a Spanish teacher. Amen. And, uh, but that call just kept burning in our spirits. Amen. And we, it just kept on going. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what door God might or might not open. But praise the Lord, in 2019, He opened the door for us to launch into missions. Amen. And we went to many countries in 2019. We started in Cyprus. We're the Pauls, and uh, not that I'm trying to, but the Apostle Paul, he started in Cyprus. So praise God. Praise God. I went and saw one of the monuments where Paul preached. I was like, wow, this is amazing. We went from there. While we were in Cyprus, we ministered in many countries. We ministered in Jordan and Israel, Greece, and then we made our way onto Latvia. We ministered there for, for three months. Uh, we ministered in Turkey. Had a wonderful time in the Lord preaching to the Iranian refugees there. Wonderful move of God. Made our way to France and then made it back for in, in to the States just in time for COVID. We thought we were going to get to Spain, and but we got hung up a while. But finally, we made it to Spain as associate missionaries. And uh, we found a nation that was that is in revival. Praise God. We are happy to report that there is revival in the nation of Spain. Hallelujah. Praise God. From 2015 to 2020, the number of churches went from 43 to 96. Praise God. Doubled. Now we're at a roughly 100 churches preaching this one God apostolic message. Amen. Amen. But there's definitely more work to do in Spain. There's roughly one church for every 500,000 people. So much more work to do. Praise God. But we are there laboring in, in those big, those mother churches, working in the Bible schools, continuing to send out those unsung heroes, the national ministers. Hallelujah. You know, in missions, uh, some of the greats, Benny the Merchant, all those, the great revivals, it comes through the nationals. And we give honor to them. We are working there to train and send out nationals faster, make it easier for them to answer the call and spread this gospel all throughout Spain. Praise God. And the nation of Spain was used to spread the name of Jesus through the Catholic religion. Amen. 
much through the Western Hemisphere, anywhere where Spanish is spoken. In Central America, South America, you can, that Catholic language is spoken, but we believe that God is going to use Spain in these last days. Amen. The need, the, the, the Bible says that pray for laborers. And right now it's a, it's a burden that's heavy on my heart for the next generation of missionaries to answer the call. If you look at that old missionary map, many greats, we stand on the shoulders of giants. But there is a need for the next generation of young people to answer the call and go into missions. In Spain, we have a missionary training center where you can come and get plugged in with many of those young. It's just like North American missions in Spain. There would be a national pastors to work with, many opportunities. You can learn Spanish and whatever language you want to learn. You can learn French, Italian, Portuguese. You can even learn Arabic there. We believe God, just like he, the name of Jesus was known through the Catholic religion, we believe that God is going to send the next generation of missionaries to Spain. We're going to train them not up, not just to sit on our pews, but we will send them out to wherever God shall call them. Hallelujah. We believe that God is going to use Spain to spread this end time revival throughout all the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we're here on our deputation. We're almost at the one year mark on our deputation travels and Praise God. It's so good to get in front of the churches. Amen. And we want to connect with you. We want to connect with this congregation. Want to have a memorable service. And I want to introduce my family. Got my lovely wife, Kirsten. We got three MKs. My, my wife grew up in uh, El Salvador and Guatemala. <laughs> and now we're following in the footsteps. We got little Monty. He's named after his grandfather. And Caroline, they are professional missionary kids. <laughs> so we want to introduce you to them. Here's my wife, Kirsten. ¿Cuántos dicen gloria a Dios? Gloria a Dios. Oh, muy bien. Gloria a Dios. Wow. Great job. You just said praise the Lord in Spanish. Well, here tenemos, ¿cómo te llamas? Monty. ¿Cuántos años tienes, Monty? Seis. You know what he said? Oh, good job. Okay, ¿y esta chica? Hola, ¿cómo te llamas? Caroline. Caroline, ¿cuántos años tienes? Ocho. Eight, hey, good job. Eight, she's eight and Monty's six. And, and they love Jesus. They are great soul winners in Spain. Can you tell me a little bit about Spain? Um, can you tell me, what, what do you like about Spain? What do you like about Spain? Um, our school that we went to in Spain is very fun, and we got to have a lot of fun. And we learned Spanish there. What, um, Caroline? Do you want to answer any more questions? You don't have to. You just stand here. That's okay, right? It's okay. Um, Monty, do they speak just Spanish in Spain? No, they speak 
Bass, Gallego, Catalan, a lot of languages. Yeah, not just Spanish. That's awesome. Where, where all have we lived in Spain? Um, Barcelona, Sasa Barcelona. Yeah, that's right. We went. We lived in Barcelona. Uh, well, Basque is Catalan is the hardest language to speak. Mm -hmm. That's right, and that's what they speak up. It, Basque is the hardest language, and that's what they speak in San Sebastián in the Basque region of Spain. We went up there. We went up there to start a church, and we actually didn't get to finish. We came home for deputation, but the pastor, the neighboring pastor, has taken it, and they just baptized a whole bunch of people. And so it's going great. We thank God for that. And um, do you remember how many churches there are in Spain? 100. And then one more thing. Can you tell us um, how we got around in Spain? We had a walk. Did we take the metro and the bus too? Yes. And you had some scooters? Yeah. So thank you. This time, after three years of not having a vehicle, thank you, Move the Mission. We're going to go back with a car. Thank you, Jesus. Let's let these guys, thank you so much. Give them a hand. Thank you. Usually, Caroline helps me tell you that we have some flyers, some prayer cards on our table out there. We'd love for you to pick up a prayer card and join us in prayer. We feel your prayers. You might not know that your prayers make a difference, but they do. They carry us. They protect us. They make a way where there is no way. And we feel them. And there'll be times when I'll, I'll be walking down the road there and I'll feel the presence of God overwhelm me. And it's because I know someone right now is praying for me. So it makes, don't stop. Keep it coming. Thank you. Um, I wanted to share a, a great testimony that happened during COVID. So during the lockdown in COVID, we weren't able to meet for church, but we did online services every day of the week. And then when things opened up, we um, had, were at 30% capacity. And we have a large church in Barcelona where we were working at that time. Um, under Pastor Nathan Herod, he's a missionary there. He said, Lord, what do I do? We can't have enough people in church to even, maybe 30 people can come, and that's the musicians, the tech team, and a few others. The Lord impressed more church. And so he converted our, they converted the Sunday school wing into another sanctuary. And so we have uh, storefronts, and they're two doors down. So we had two storefronts, two churches going on at the same time, simultaneous services. But two services on a Sunday or four services wasn't enough. We got up to 10. We had five service times, and God fills empty vessels. God filled the house. He filled every single service. We had to push people away, in fact, many times. where They couldn't, because of the capacity, were not able to come in. And we had revival. And during that time, yes, there was heaviness and there was fear, but we started prayer walking, something that we love to do. And um, after our 21 days of prayer and fasting, we, we did a prayer walking seminar, and the church 
got together and for seven days we did prayer. We divided up into, um, I think there were 40 home groups that started prayer walking all over the, all over the city of Barcelona, divided by neighborhoods. We took that city by prayer and we saw a change in the atmosphere. And after that, we had 53 people get the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Prayer makes a difference. And then after um, the services started opening up, we started having our small groups again. And our small groups are disciple-based. They're Bible studies. And, and um, there was an area. We have 13 daughter works in Barcelona. But there was an area of town that didn't have a church called Badalona. Well, they started just God put a fire in somebody's heart for that city. They started teaching Bible studies. This home group got some contacts together. A family started. And then it started growing from 15 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70 to 80 in just a few in just a year's time it went to 120 last year at the end of the year we opened up a daughter work with that city we installed a pastor and got a, a got a building and we give glory to god and that was all during a a tough time of covid we just thank god so now right now um during that process as well, we've been doing a construction on a new site to, so we can have a larger sanctuary in Barcelona. It will house our Bible school, which um, we've outgrown the building that we're in, even with the two sanctuaries. And so this building has been under construction for three years. And it's not due to money. It's not due to able workers. It's because of permits. And so we're asking that you would bind with us and pray that we would be released those permits. It's a, it's a common thing in Europe. Bureaucracy, it's, it's just hard to get permits, but we need favor. And we're asking for favor in every obstacle that is in the way of the church of Jesus going forward. It would be dissolved in Jesus' name. Would you bind together with us and pray for that? We need a miracle. We want to be in that church building. We need a miracle. And I thank you for your prayers. We thank you for having us tonight. It's such a joy to be with you. God bless you. And we look forward to what God's going to do here tonight. Praise the Lord. And what an honor it is to be here and on deputation, connecting with the churches and really what brings revival throughout the world, throughout the, in the, in our movement, the UPCI, praise God. What is it? It's pastors like yours who will give up their time and their pulpit for a missionary to come, amen, and give a vision for missionary giving, praise God. And folks like you faithfully casting your bread out on the waters, praying for missionaries and and us connecting together as the body of Christ, we're, we're not anything special, we're just doing our best to, to, to follow the will of God. Amen. Just like all of you here and praise God as we work together, we are, we are working to see this end time revival come to pass. Amen. And we just want to thank you as a missionary family. We want to thank you for what you do for missions. We want to thank you for your support, your prayers. Praise God. And we greet you on behalf of Global Missions. Amen. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share our burden and, and share about Spain, and, and we, we thank you for your prayers. Praise God. But uh, it's Sunday night. Why don't we have some church? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Praise God. If we could all stand. You have your Bibles. My opening scripture is Romans 12 and 1. Romans 1. The Bible says this, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. If you could put your Bibles down, let's lift up the name of Jesus. Let's give some praise into the atmosphere. Let's ask him to anoint this meeting. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, I ask for your anointing, oh God, to be upon this meeting. Your word says that where two or three are gathered, that you are in the midst. I pray that you would be in the midst of us, oh God. Let your supernatural word come forth. Let it be a rhema word, oh God. I pray that you would confirm your word with signs following, that you would speak to every heart in, in a way that only you can do, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Anoint this time, I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. It's my great honor to preach consumed by God. Consumed by God. How many want to be consumed by God? Oh, hallelujah. I want to be consumed. Oh, with a passion, with a fire. Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. The Lord Jesus Christ gave a perfect example of flesh submitted to the Word of God. He was the Word come in flesh. He dwelt among us. His flesh was tempted in every side, yet but without sin. He walked in this world according to the Word of God. He walked in perfect fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. His body was conformed to the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. And when we walk this world, in this world, when we walk conformed to the word of God, when we read this word, when we eat this bread of life daily, when we pray and meditate on this word, and when we look at this word and read it and let it cut into our, our spirits, and when we let it show us things in our lives that, that don't please God, and when we conform to this word of God, we have power. There is power in the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. I want to be consumed with the word of God. Oh, I want to be, I want to be said that every day that I die daily, that I look at myself daily, that I take of my spirit and I pour out daily all the things that 
hold me back. Everything that that's a that's a sin or a weight, I pour it out to the to the feet of the of the Lord Jesus every day. I want to be conformed. I want to be like Jesus in this world. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want my flesh to be conformed to the word of God. Oh, that's my reasonable service, to be conformed to this word of, of my creator. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when with the Lord Jesus, when he was perfectly conformed with the word of God, and perfectly conformed flesh, and when, when he went out and laid hands on the sick, he saw the miraculous. Amen. Praise God. And something happened in the Bible. You can read it in Mark and in the Gospels that our God robed in flesh who dwelt among us. When, when he went out and laid hands on the sick, something broke loose in the cities. There was something that would occur. Oftentimes the Lord Jesus he would say, don't tell anyone what has happened. Why would he do that? Why would he do it? Because maybe he had some other business to attend to in the city. Maybe he had to renew his driver's license or something. That's a, just a joke. But once word got out... Where flesh perfectly conformed with the word of God, when it, when it began to operate in power, there was something that happened in the spirit realm where people were drawn from all round about, where people were drawn from all the surrounding cities and crowds would come to see this, this Lord Jesus who was doing these miracles. They wanted to come to see not only Jesus, but Lazarus who was raised from the dead. Praise God. Something happened when flesh perfectly conformed with the, will, with the word of God. When it began to operate in power, there was a drawing that took place. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When that happened, the crowds would come that that it would someone who needed a miracle, they would do things as as crazy as lay down a stretcher throat through the roof so they could get to Jesus. People would press just to touch the, the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. And the apostles continued in the same manner. Amen. Acts chapter five. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 5, after the death of Ananias and Sapphira, fear fell upon the whole church. It wasn't fear of, of the world. It wasn't fear of, of the powers that be. No, it was fear of God. Hallelujah. You know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. We don't need to be given what belongs to God, to the world. Amen. Oh, we don't need to let our hearts be troubled with, with the things that are happening in the world. But after that happened, the Bible says this in verse 12, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought amongst the people. And there, the rest us, no man joined himself together. The people magnified them, and believers were more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women, 
insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. They came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one. Praise the Lord. That is the biblical pattern. Flesh conformed with the word of God. Walk in this world. Laying hands on the sick. Hallelujah. Seeing them recover. And then something just happens when, when these things come together. You know, revival is not something that can be controlled. God is not someone who can be put in a box. Hallelujah. It's not something we need decency and order. But when revival truly breaks out, it is something that cannot be controlled. Hebrews 12 and 29 says, For our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. You know, when a, when a house catches on fire, you know, if you're in the kitchen and perhaps a little grease catches on fire from your bacon or whatever it might be, you could have a fire extinguisher that's sitting uh, 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 beside your stove that could take care of the fire. But once that fire begins to spread, once it moves beyond the kitchen... Once it moves to the other rooms or once the wood flooring begins to catch on fire or once the ceiling begins to catch on fire, before you know it, there is an all-consuming fire that cannot be stopped. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want it to be said that, oh, of my church of of my life that, oh, I want to be a living sacrifice. I want to be consumed by God. Oh, I want to be consumed with an unquenchable fire. I want to be consumed with a fire that, oh God, I'm in, I'm preaching to myself right now. I want to be consumed with the fire of God that, oh, wherever I go, that the fire of God would spread round about unto the cities round about, and there would be a fire so bright and so powerful that, oh, all men would be drawn unto him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, there's a great sacrifice that occurred. Uh, First Kings, praise God. Uh, the sacrifice uh, with the prophets of Baal. Amen. First Kings 18 and 24. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answered by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. The gods of the prophets of Baal, 
They had their sacrifice there. They had gone through all the work that looked similar to what we might do, what, what the other altars looked like. It didn't look much different, but when they called on their God, they said, well, he must be sleeping, or maybe he's on a journey. Maybe he's on vacation. Maybe he is too busy to consume the, the sacrifice. Praise God. I don't want it ever to be said of me that my God is on vacation. I don't want it ever said of me when someone comes off the streets that needs a miracle that, well, I, I came to that Pentecostal church, but I guess their God was on vacation. I don't want it ever to be said that someone came with an addiction to, oh, they came to a church that preaches this one God message, but I came with a need, just like you were singing, you were singing just before service, oh, that, oh, they came in with a stronghold. I, I don't want it be, to be said of me that my God was on vacation when, when a need was, when a need came in our midst. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I want it to be said. I want that sacrifice to be burnt up. And I was reading my Bible. I was reading and just meditating on my life. Amen. I was just, just, just kind of looking at my life and meditating on the word. And, and I came across this scripture. Praise God. I want, I, I want this to be my sacrifice. 1 Kings 18, 38-39. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. I want to be consumed by God. Oh, I want to be consumed by God. I want to walk in spirit and in truth. Oh, I want to buy the truth and sell it not. I want to preach that sin is a problem and you, it's not cute. It's not lipstick to be put on a pig. No, it's a problem. But, oh, I preach that there is a God who, who loves you. And I don't, I don't come with religion, with a, oh, with beating. No, 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 no. I come to preach that there is a God who loves you and he can take care of your sin. And, oh, I preach the truth that Oh, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of those sins. And you must be filled with his Holy Ghost. And, oh, we, pray, we, we worship a holy God. Be ye holy, for he is holy. Oh, hallelujah. I want to live a life who ple that's pleasing to the Lord. I don't count it begrudging. Oh, I want to, I want to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. Amen. Oh, I buy the truth and sell it not, but just as much as, you know, but truth without anointing, truth without power. We come on a slippery slope of religion. Oh, I don't want to, 
I don't want to be caught up on that slippery slope and looking over our shoulder on whatever. No, no, no. But I want the Spirit. And, and if signs follow them that believe, then, oh God, I want signs to follow. Oh, if believers, oh, if the disciples have authority over unclean spirits to cast them out, then if someone comes in bound, then, then when they come to my church, I want to see them delivered. Oh, and if someone comes in sick, and if those disciples in Matthew 10 and 1 were given authority over unclean spirits and over every sickness and every disease, then when someone comes in sick, I don't want it to be said that my God was on vacation. Oh, I want cancer to be eliminated in my church services. I want it to be said that Oh, that when God moves in church, that God, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Flesh conformed to the word of God and anointed with power. There is nothing that can stop this church. There is nothing that can stop this revival. Our God is an all-consuming fire. He will consume this world with revival. Hallelujah. Go ahead. I have some few testimonies I want to share. Praise the Lord. If you can get the first one up, praise God. God is still a healer. It doesn't just happen overseas. Praise God. We'll see if they can get those up. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We have seen leg one leg shorter than the other be lengthened. We've seen a deaf ear open during deputation. We've seen blind eyes open. Praise God. Hallelujah. What do you have need of tonight? What do you have need of tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you need to be filled with the Spirit? Hallelujah. The sacrifice is prepared. Our, the, the Lord Jesus is here to, to take up that, oh, hallelujah. He's here to consume the sacrifice. Praise God. Why don't we all stand? Praise the Lord. What do you have need of today? What do you have need of? Does anyone have sickness in their body? Does anyone need prayer? Does anyone need to be filled with the Spirit? Praise God. Hallelujah, we can come to the front. You know, we, got, we have an altar right here. Praise the Lord. Why don't, we, why don't we gather around? I feel a time of searching our hearts. Praise the Lord. I want to be consumed by God this evening. Amen. I, I want to be consumed with his revival fire. Praise the Lord. Do you have a need, brother? Who has a need? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I praise you today, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Why don't we all lift our voices together? Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus.